Picture it, Los Angeles, 2022. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. Who am I? Oh, that's right. I'm H. Allen Scott and Sadie Pines. It's just, it's so confusing. And I'm Carrie Doherty. Not confusing. You are one person and I love that. Yep. And this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then talk about it, but... We ran out of episodes, so now we're breaking down all 24 episodes of The Golden Palace, which of course is the spinoff of The Golden Girls and is currently streaming in the U.S. on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. And, today, and today is a special day. Today we will be We are loopy today. We are loopy today. Sorry, I had we're to say loopy. that. We're loopy, loopy. Yeah. Today we'll be re-releasing our coverage of the B. Arthur episode. Bing, bing, meow. So back, yes, <laughs> back in 2019, we watched season one, episodes seven and eight, titled Seems Like Old Times, part one and two, which aired on October 30th, 1992 and November 6th, 1992. And... Oh, it's just, it was so nice to have B back on the show. It was so nice. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to make a bold statement here because I haven't, I don't recall many of the other episodes past this episode. And before, I only think I really watched maybe the premiere and then this one ever before. And I think this might be the best episode of the series of the Golden Palace. Of not the, all They're the Golden Girls. really good episodes. It, it, I mean, B. Arthur is like so... So good. And you can tell the audience it was so eager to have her back on. And like mm -hmm. I heard I read somewhere that there was like a contractual thing where she agreed to be on every season of the Golden Palace, like one episode of the season, which would have been awesome to have more episodes of B. Arthur in season two, three and four. And I feel like this show could have had more if it would have just stayed on NBC. Yeah, I know. I hear you. I <sighs> mean, I feel like what I like to think is that you know, even though B. Arthur's time was done on the Golden Girls, I like to think that she was still really supportive of the creators, the producers, the writers, oh, yeah. the crew, the, the other women, the cast, and that she wanted the show to succeed and that she knew that her presence would help boost yeah. ratings and get fans excited. Um, when So I wrote on a spinoff show. I yeah. wrote on Schooled, which was a spinoff of the, the Goldbergs. Goldbergs. Yeah. And we were lucky enough that... It was sort of the same scenario. Wendy McClendon Covey, who plays okay, first the off, mom of the Goldberg. I have to say, I love her so, so, so much. Wendy McClendon Covey. She's very funny. She is the mm -hmm. funniest. She is more people listening. If you're a Golden Girls fan, you need to get into some Wendy because Wendy is like everything. She's like the TV staple of sitcoms. She is just so, so funny and people just sleep on her and I want her to be huge. I know she needs to win an Emmy already. She does. Seriously. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. So when our show schooled was happening season one, and I believe it's the first episode, we were lucky enough to get Wendy to guest star in wow. the first episode, um, which, you know, helped. she was in the trailer, mm -hmm. you know, it helped like boost, you know, the show. Cause everybody wanted to tune in the to power watch of Wendy. her on schooled, the power of Wendy, the power of B. Yeah. Um, it was really exciting. That's sort of what it reminded me of. And B's performance, they the writers gave her so much meaty material. Yeah. Two and like, episodes you worth. have to. Two episodes. You're worth. getting B Arthur. Like you're gonna give her some good stuff. Yeah. And I I felt like they gave her a really good amount of material. And also, 
it kind of felt like closure. Yeah. At least like for me, because, you know, and, and I know we said it at the, uh, at the beginning of the first, um, the, the first episode when we re-released that coverage, cause I, you know, I re-listened to the episodes that we did. And, yeah. and I remember saying like, it was always so odd to me that Dorothy would just leave Sophia, that she wouldn't take her with her yeah. and that, you know, she wouldn't be part of this hotel with the women. And it is really sweet to, for them to say, like, to have this like really sweet moment in the episode where they're like, you abandoned us. And yeah. she's like, you guys opened a hotel without me. I still need you. I still love you. I still Aww. love you. Like, and as we learned sweet. from the last episode or maybe the second last episode, I forget. She's not, Georgia's not that far from Florida. It's just an hour plane ride down. She could be coming more. You know what I mean? If, if, yeah. if, 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 oh my God, I'm forgetting the character's name. Who did Tootie play? Do you remember? Oh, in the last episode? Was it the last episode um, or the second to last? I forget. Wait, what? The the girlfriend, Roland's girlfriend. Yeah, which was in the last episode. Yeah, she was coming watched. from Atlanta, um, where is where be, where is Dorothy yes. now lives? So it's not that far of a plane. We just ride. watched that episode. What was her name? I for, totally forget her name because I only remember her as 2D. Everyone is screaming it at us right now. I'll probably now. edit this That's part okay. out. I'll edit this part out. No, don't edit it out. Let them see everything. Let them see our our loopy brains. Because we both, before we started mm -hmm. recording, both of us were like, oh, it has been a day. We are frazzled. We both had very long days. Yeah. I've Baby, had, baby's had me up since before I 6 a.m. You have more of a legitimate reason to be frazzled. I was frazzled listening to like a Renee Zellweger interview I did. Like literally that is all I did. So that the, you have more of a legitimate reason. Mine was all fluffy. Did you guys talk about Empire Records? We did not talk about Empire Records, but we did talk. I mean, I'm gay, so I can't. I'm not going to talk about Empire Records. I'm going to talk about Bridget Jones <laughs> and I'm going to talk about Chicago. Like, that's what I'm going to talk about. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I literally, I literally, I told her in it. I was like, I was so angry you didn't win the Oscar for Chicago. And then I was like, but you've won two other Oscars, so you're doing fine. And she like, she got a kick out of that because she is obviously doing fine. Can't believe you didn't ask her about Empire Records. I think, I um, really, Empire Records didn't do it for me. I'm not that. I wasn't that '90s part of the night. That was a very straight part of the '90s that I was not a part of. So you weren't like a Empire Records. Can't hardly wait. No, never. No, 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 no. no. The that, craft. No, I mean, I, well, jawbreaker. 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 Yes, jawbreaker. Because okay. jawbreaker and the craft were very queer. We're very jawbreaker because it's obviously queer created. Like it's a very gay movie, yeah. but the craft also was like the goth queer movie always. So like that stuff I responded to, if it was all, if it was all women being awesome, I responded to it. Empire records, too much dude. Didn't really, not enough male nudity. Not going to watch it. <laughs> being honest, nineties kid me. Oh. I've, I love it. You were watching Empire Records. I was watching The First Wives Club. That's literally Birdcage, First oh, Wives Club. I was Club. also watching The First Wives yeah, Club well, and Birdcage. Nope. Empire Records. I, Great I, white teenage girls. <laughs> enjoy those as well. And we love them for me? it. Diane, Goldie, and Bet in like oh, white suits. Why aren't singing? they hosting yes. the Oscars this year? Why aren't they hosting the Oscars this year? This is a podcast where we talk about the Golden Girls. <laughs> um, I have to say, so the episode that um, the you you guys are all about to listen to that we recorded in 2019, wow, it is so now many, 2022. It is years and years later. So many pounds. I re-listened to it. I re-listened to it. No joke. Within the first minute, you mention shardy parties. 
Did I? Oh my God, I love it. I love it. We mentioned that a few episodes ago. I think that was last episode. Was it last episode? I don't remember. I literally, I have have a horrible memory, but I love that I did. You know what else we did last episode that we did in the episode we're about to listen to is we sang, we sang Gonna Roast a Chicken. (laughs) Because I was roasting a chicken. I'm not roasting a chicken tonight, but I was roasting a chicken last episode. Anyway, so the episode that you are all about to listen to is it echoes so many things <laughs> from the one we just recorded. We that you swear to last we week. recorded this pre-pandemic, <laughs> like in 2019, when the world was so hopeful for like new things, and now we're still we're in the same. Well, we're not in the same spots. I mean, I guess you're in the same house that you were in 2019. I am not, but you're very close. I'm very close. I'm down the street. Yes. <laughs> It's a fun right. episode. This one is, you guys are going to love it. I'm I'm so excited if you, for you to re-listen to it or to listen to it for the first time because B. Arthur, anytime we can have B. Arthur in our lives is a joyful joy. And also because after this, B. Arthur didn't really, she did Malcolm in the Middle. She did Curb Your Enthusiasm. She did small things here and there, but she really did not do that much post-Golden Girls. And so this is kind of like one of the few gems that we have of her post-Golden Girls time, which is so exciting. Well, I think we should take a little break and then get right into it. I agree. Let's go. So, (laughs) B. Arthur... Be Arthur returns. Gets it's, a phone call one day. <laughs> wait, let, you want to you reenact the call? I'll be B. Arthur. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, ring. it's lovely to chat with you. Oh, hi, B. It's C- you're on conference. It's um, CBS and Susan Harris and all the executives in the studio and, and whatnot. Um, question. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a minute, first of all? Oh, I have all the minutes. Okay. So remember how we told you we were going to do the spinoff, The Golden mm-hmm. Palace, but mm-hmm. you didn't want to do it. Remember that? I remember this. Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you know how pretty you look today? Ha, ah, you can't see me. You're on a conference call. But you're barefoot, aren't you? I am barefoot. Yeah. So, hey, hilarious. So we happened to write these two episodes. With, oh. When we, we, we oh. want, we want Dorothy you. You to come. need me? We need you, B. Will I have to wear shoes? Not if you don't want to. We can write it into the script. If you don't want to wear shoes, will you just will you please come back for two weeks? Packing up my box wine. Click. <laughs> I have a feeling B. Arthur was a big shardy party lady. She probably was drinking the Chardonnay all day. Because we know from our chat with Jim Colucci that she got real drunk. When was he the one who went over to watch Jeopardy with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I have a feeling she was a wino. I bet B. Arthur had a lot of fun doing this episode. I bet B. Arthur had a lot of fun doing most things in life, to be honest. Um, but yes, it did. It did. I will say the juxtaposition between the first pilot episode, which for me was very disappointing and kind of difficult to watch, mm-hmm. and these two episodes—really one episode, but two episodes. Um, was enjoyable. It was yeah. like it shows it reinforces that be the the unit is what makes this show work. The mm-hmm. four of them, not 
I mean, and it, it even made me wonder, could a Rose spinoff on its own last? I think Betty White's an incredibly talented woman, but I almost don't think it would last because it's like, it's the four of them. That's the magic. That's mm-hmm. what this show is about. Yeah. Their connections, their communications, their back and forth, not random characters. You mm-hmm. take them out and it's not good anymore. Yeah. Yeah, let's dive right in. This is a two-part episode that we're covering. A lot of good stuff. Um, Oliver, the young boy, has gone at this point. They realized he didn't work. God. Um, I mean, I, 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 I kind of, like, I can't imagine how Dorothy would work with the young boy. It just, it just, it, it's not. I mean, plus, Dorothy's jokes in this episode are so adult, and her reactions are so mm-hmm. adult that it just, it's, it's not, it's not a child show except for us when we were kids, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, I did like the first joke. It opens with um, Rose in the kitchen mopping, and Sophia yeah. comes down the stairs, and she goes. Sophia, wet floor. And Sophia's like, hey, I can't do that on command. <laughs> it feels like we're harking back to the days of Sophia peeing herself jokes. There's a, it, there's a follow-up to it where, who comes in? Cheech or Don? Uh, uh, Roland comes in, yeah. Don Cheadle. And he's, he's... She goes, wet floor. And she's like, oh, someone surprised Sophia? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we learn that Chewy is signing divorce papers, getting divorced because mm-hmm. I guess now in the series we're I also getting I, I interested in the I, other characters' lives. I don't. And I nope. Never did. Never would. Don't. Not gonna do it. We'll fly through the Chewy stuff because I know we're all, all here for of the girls. The Chewy stuff. I was just like, why is this a part? Why is this even a B story? Why is this here? Yeah. No. I know. It, well, it's because, again, they're trying to get us emotionally invested in these other characters. Never going to so happen. So Blanche comes in super excited because Dorothy has just Dorothy. called from the airport. <laughs> She's here. She's in Miami. She's on her way. She's on her now, way. It has been four months, four months since Dorothy married Lucas Hollingsworth, Blanche's uncle, played yeah. by Leslie Nielsen. They haven't seen her since then, but she's coming to stay. Mm-hmm. And, and the hotel is packed so busy so she's gonna have to sleep with one of the girls i was actually surprised that sophia didn't want to bunk with her and then i was surprised when dorothy didn't say that she wanted to bunk with sophia i mean that didn't actually that doesn't surprise me at all because dorothy of course always thought that sophia liked bunking with her but like i don't think sophia ever liked bunking with dorothy or anybody to i be honest. wish that we had one scene it would have been cute had it would have been dorothy really cute in bed together right. at night but i do i did like the back and forth of Dorothy using Rose as a pillow oh, and yeah. then beating her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then so the Rose being angry the next morning after sleeping with Dorothy because she was beaten. Throughout the- she goes, do you know what it's like to be fluffed by Dorothy at two in the morning? Here's what I noticed. It's so funny. Dorothy, B. Arthur isn't even on screen yet. And I feel like this is something Elliot would agree with me on. B. Arthur isn't even on screen yet. And they're already crapping on her Yep. by like none of the women want to bunk with her. They haven't seen her in four months. She's their best friend. And they're all like, oh, I mean, but that's it. That's the joke. That's her. No, but then Don Cheadle immediately, as soon as she meets Don Cheadle, he starts making fun of her. I'm yeah. telling you, they were still crapping on B. Arthur. Um, and they expect you to come back for a second season of this shit show. Yeah. So Blanche is basically like, Dorothy didn't think we were going to be able to pull off this whole hotel thing. I'm excited to show her that we did pull yeah. it off. But Dorothy, well, we'll, we'll get to that. So, um, so, uh, yes, Chewie is finding these divorce papers. His who wife cares? is gone who forever. Cares? Nobody who will cares? ever love me who again. Cares? Who cares? And then, but Roland, this does play into B. Arthur's entrance. Roland says, yeah, you need to talk to the next woman who comes in, get a date, be aggressive. I think that's terrible advice, first of all. Yeah. But then Dorothy walks in. 
<laughs> and she gets the Burt Reynolds 20-second applause break. Yeah. She looks amazing. Deservedly. She's rested. She has this, like, shawl draped over her shoulder. She is flowing all the layers, all the She's silky. Me. She's me. She looks amazing. What did you think of her hair? Do you like this hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like she's rested. It's, it's no longer helmet hair. Yeah. Like the sixth, sixth season going into seventh season, it literally looked like someone just put a helmet and put some hair on a helmet. Yeah. And then, um, so Dorothy comes in and Cheech, I'm sorry, I said Cheech because Chewie goes over to her and does his sort of Cheech and Chong voice where he yeah. goes like, how's it hanging, Mama Sita? Like whatever. And Dorothy goes, Walk away now, and, and no one gets can. hurt. <laughs> and it is a huge laugh break, it's which is so rightfully good. so, because it's so, like, even if you don't, even if you never watch The Golden Girls, which why would you watch the show if you hadn't? But even if you never watch The Golden Girls, you know right in that moment exactly who this person is. Right. She is not to be fucked with. Yep. She will kill you. Yes. Maybe nobody will ever be interested in me. Now, what you need is a date. Now, look, this is what I want you to do. The next woman you see... I want you to walk up to her and talk to her and just ask her out. I don't know, man. I'm really rusty. No, no, no. Trust me, man. Just be aggressive. What's the worst thing she could do? Say no? No, I mean it, Chewy. The next woman. The next woman. Okay. The next woman. Walk up to her and say, hey. The next woman. Do you move as good as you look? Walk away now and no one gets hurt. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wrote down, like, the, the writers must have been so excited to be able to write for Dorothy and again. It, you know, it's so interesting. When you take Dorothy out of the equation, you... It's hard to see what's missing, you know what I mean, in terms of the dialogue and the back and forth and how it goes. And then when you when Dorothy comes back in, you notice that like Dorothy's sort of dark comebacks, and and she does bring the darkness because like there is she does bring the darkness. There is this level of sort of just almost like creepiness to her responses or very violent responses that it 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 takes away from the happy, fun half an hour sitcom laugh fest moment. And you need this sort of masculine, dark energy that she brings. Yeah. And, it's, and, yeah, it, it. and it's so perfect for comedy. And, it, and what's great about it, too, is it drives all the jokes around it. Like, mm -hmm. they even call back to this joke. Yeah. Like yes. It, it yes. It drives jokes. Mm -hmm. So then she very quickly meets Roland, and then her cab driver comes in, and he's yeah. like, hey, you forgot to add a tip. And she goes, okay, let's go over this. And you get this, like, perfect Dorothy. She's like, you backed over my luggage. You took the causeway during rush hour. You stopped twice to sell fruit out of the trunk of your car. Walk away now, and no one gets hurt. It was so I mean, good. it's perfect. Um, and then, again, this goes back to, like, them still making fun of B. Arthur's looks. He's like, uh, oh, wow, you're Dorothy. I expected you to be five feet taller and much stronger and meaner. <laughs> and she goes, and then she does that thing where Dorothy puts her head down and she kind of, like, looks up like you can barely see her eyes. And she mm -hmm. goes, why don't I just come back when they're all sleeping? <laughs> 
And then the women come out and Dorothy does her whole, it is so good to see you. Yeah. And the women all do their famous um, group hug where they jump while they hug. And that gets an applause break. Because everybody's should. like, oh, yes, of course, but we've I missed this. I do love Sophia in this moment where Sophia breaks from the hug break. Oh, my God, I love it. And she comes over, she gets a man, she tells um, Roland. Yeah, yeah. She tells she- Roland, she's like... I've never really been into this as much as they are. Yeah, and then she goes, I got to go back. And she goes back, (laughs) and then they do the jumping, and there's more applause. It's really great. Um, And Dorothy says she wants to sleep with Rose because she has the fluffiest pillows. Yeah, of course. Call back to that. I mean, that's Dorothy gives so much. Mm -hmm. I know. It's so good. So the next morning... um, uh, They're all... I mean, it's a rush because um, someone is missing... Someone didn't show up. Oh, Cheech oh, didn't show up. Yeah, yeah, Chewie didn't show up for work, and Rose is cranky, and Blanche is like, Dorothy fluffed you again last night. <laughs> or yeah. Dorothy fluffed you again, didn't she? But everyone is in a mad dash because it's just so busy. It's so Apparently, busy. Apparently, even though they have a successful operation, they can't hire anybody else. Well, also, yeah. I mean, that was the end of the pilot. They were like, we can hire more people. And Why then, are they so busy? Also, Chewie... Is and why is Sophia Chewie is busting the, tables? I know. That's the thing. It's like Chewie doesn't do all of that. So yeah. why are the women having to pick up so much slack? Chewie's the chef. I'm Here's so the other thing. Yeah, they don't have any other... They don't have a sous chef. Yeah. They don't have any other servers. Chewie doesn't know anybody else. Yeah. So anyway... Roland doesn't have any friends. Sophia comes in um, holding a 30-pound tub of dishes and Which Dorothy's... Is insane. It is insane for someone her age to be... like, yeah. I wouldn't even carry that. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy is like, ma, ma, you can't be carrying I will say, that. I do love Dorothy's like white, blue, neon, like green combo. Oh yeah. That's on. what she's going to wear to the beach. Oh, so good. Yeah. I mean, she's dressed to the beach. Like I would be dressed to the beach, fully covered head to toe. Yeah. Head to toe. H to T. In flowy. Um, so they asked Dorothy if she can help because again, they're one man down, but yet like they're so fucked. And uh, when they're all sitting around in the kitchen and the, you know, Rose is making breakfast and they're all on the line, it, it's reminded me so much of the gonna roast the chicken. chicken. And then, so, like, I wish they had done that. Yeah. If, if Rose had just been like, gonna roast the chicken. And they all just stared at her and she's like, okay, I guess we're not doing that. It is, it is really cool that to work that in where Dorothy's going to help in the hotel because mm-hmm. it, it allows B. Arthur to interact in B. Arthur ways with yes. strangers, which is just epic and amazing. It's so great. Um, so uh, she's waitressing. Dorothy, yeah. So Dorothy tells this story how she has experience doing this. She used to play waitress all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sophia was always having her like bring her her meals, and she goes, "What re? I mean, what reason did a five year old have for not trusting her own mother?" And Sophia's like, "It was quality time," and she's like, "Quality time." You referred to me as the help on <laughs> Thursdays. You lent me out to the neighbors. I mean, Dorothy was slave labor as a child. Yeah. It just goes back to like the like. Um, I, I loved that paper bird. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like those types of stories. Enough with the bird. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it's, then. So when Dorothy's out waitressing, mm-hmm. she encounters this one snippy man, which makes me come back to. Dorothy didn't tip the cab driver, and sure, he was a bad cab driver, but my mother always said, you tip a little something. Mm-hmm. You got to give a little something. Yeah. And this guy is being a dickhead. Yep. But and he goes Dorothy's to Dorothy. not being helpful. Either. Well, and she do- it's because she doesn't put up with any crap from anybody. Yeah. He's like, um, she like gives him his change or whatever, and he's like, 
aren't you going to say have a nice day? She's like, and she's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and and then he says something about like a sprinkle a day. I don't know. It sounds like he's trying to make a reference to like an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Who knows? This I didn't man, know it. This man was very it. excited to have a line. Anyway, she goes. I don't care if you have a pulse, never mind, have a nice day. Yeah. It kind of reminded me, um, is it in the pilot where Dorothy's on the phone and she goes, no, I will not have a nice day. I don't think it's in the pilot, but it's an incredible moment. Anyway, so he's like, well, if you don't say have a nice day, you owe me a piece of pie. It's hotel policy, which was obviously put in place by Rose. Yeah, she does that whole bit where she's like, what idiot would put this in place? And then it cuts to Rose being like, have a nice nice day. day. And... um, (laughs) He goes, tell you what, and I hate this sort of condescending bullshit stuff. Yeah. Tell you what, you tell me to have a nice day now, and I'll skip the piece of pie. I mean, if I were Dorothy, anyway, so she's like, have a nice day. <laughs> and he goes, I can't hear you. And she goes, have a nice day. Say it like you mean it. I'll go get your pie. <laughs> but then the bit, you think that would be the end of the joke, because that is a good end of the joke. Yep, but they, but they no. pull it out. And they, I feel like they've done this thing when w- w- they had jokes like this at the girl's house yeah. with the swinging yeah. door, uh-huh. where Dorothy comes in, and she goes like, do we have stuff for to get stains out? And then the door swings, and she goes right back out. And off screen, you hear the guy go, hey, that's my best suit. And then she immediately comes back in and goes, I spilled something. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. good. It's so uh, it uh, makes it makes you completely realize why the Golden Palace never should have existed. Yeah, because you re- yeah you're just like oh shit like yeah B Arthur's amazing. All right, sir. Here you go. Hey, excuse me. Aren't you forgetting something? Uh, like what? Aren't you gonna say have a nice day? No. <laughs> Look, in the 45 minutes that I served you, you complained about the food, the coffee, the service, and said that in my case, a sprinkle a day wasn't quite doing the trick. I don't care if you have a pulse, much less a nice day. Then then you owe me some pie. What? It says at the bottom of the menu, if any waitress, after presenting the bill, doesn't say have a nice day, she has to give the customer a piece of pie for free. You owe me some pie. This is ridiculous. What idiot would institute a policy like that? Have a nice day. How about this? You tell me to have a nice day now, and I'll skip the piece of pie. Have a nice day. I can't hear you. Have a nice day. Now say it like you mean it. I'll go get your pie. Rose, do we have anything that gets out stains? No, I don't think we do. Why do you ask? Hey, this is my best suit! I spilled something. Well, it's, it's, I don't even think it's just B. Arthur. It's the it's, it's the way four of the actresses react to B. Arthur that is also so because B. Arthur can't do it on her own, really. I mean, yeah. maybe she could, but it it makes it even so much better that the girls are reacting mm-hmm. to B. Arthur. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a it's an ensemble. It's important. Yeah, and we we also see later. I think it's in part two of the episode where um, Rose 
sort of becomes like the hard ass where she starts like demanding things and they're like, when did you get so strong? I do like that. And I feel like it's them having to sort of take some of Dorothy's attributes as a character and kind of, you know, divvy them up amongst the other characters. Like someone has to be the hard ass that, Mm -hmm. that, you know, in a jail cell goes, listen, punk, and does the whole Attica bit, you know? Yeah. Um, so then <laughs> five years before they found out. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I don't know why Sophia, again, the whole point of the pilot again, it, and they just, <laughs> they should have made this pilot different, but it's like, Oh, we, we won't have to do all this shit ourselves anymore because we have money now. So yeah. we don't need to be the help. We can just be the owners. But here you have Sophia carrying up a box of tomatoes. Insane. I mean, tomatoes aren't heavy, but still. Well, a whole box of tomatoes, that's heavy. Is it? Yeah, I think that would be heavy. I used to work at a restaurant. Boxes of tomatoes, Romas especially, don't get me started. Did They're you heavy. really carry boxes of tomatoes? Yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Sophie, so Dorothy's like, they're working you too hard. And when all the women are out of the room, Dorothy picks up what looks like the same telephone that Blanche had in her yeah, kitchen. yeah. And she's like, hello, Lucas. <laughs> she calls her husband. Oh, I've missed you terribly, oh, too. Oh, I've missed you. Oh, I, miss- I want to say that more often on the phone or wherever. I want to be like, oh, I'm just, I'm just terribly upset. I just, <laughs> I'm, I've missed you terribly. I'm going to use terribly from now on. I'm going to, even though I don't have my ears pierced, I'm going to get some clip-ons, and I'm going to take off an earring every time How I pick up the phone. Not- have your ears pierced because um i have wolverine like skin like wolverine the the comic book character um and i used to get my ears pierced but my skin would always heal very quickly and the hole would close and then one time my skin actually healed over the back of the earring it basically grew over the back of the earring i had to get them surgically removed i was in second grade yeah so now i have scar tissue and they the doctor told me when i was again like in second grade, he was like, don't ever pierce your ears again. And I was like, okay. I pierced my ears once and they have never closed. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy calls Lucas and she's like, Ma's not okay. I think that thing we talked about yeah, earlier, I have we a should feeling do where she comes to live with was us. was a secret mission. She was there to get Sophia. Probably to check up on her. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's like the <gasps> big act one break. Well, and she, I mean, and they struggle. She struggles with how she's going to tell this to the girls because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's going to be hard. It could separate the family. Yeah. And also it's very interesting because this was an episode of the golden girls yeah. where, yeah. um, Dorothy's sister came to visit and was basically like, look, I know I'm not here all the time and Ma seems to be happy, but I think I can give her a better life. It's also life. the last episode. About Sophia going to live with her and Lucas. And right. then at the very end, Sophia being like, no, I'm yeah. not going to do it. These are my girls. You don't need me anymore. Yeah. They do. Look at them. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a whole chewy scene. I'm just going to skip it. Because who cares? It's really? boring. Sorry, guys. Um, Cheech Marin, if you're listening, you're great. But sorry. I love Cheech Marin. He's fantastic. But we're just, we got, we got two episodes love. to cover here. And Dorothy's here. That's what we care about. Yeah. So um, so Dorothy comes down, and the girls are like, oh, you've been here a whole day, and the four of us haven't been able to sit down and gab about <laughs> Talk about sex. sex. <laughs> and then she goes, get the, should I get the cheesecake? A duh. I like how, they put no, wait, two duhs in there. Sophia, this is so 1992. Sophia goes, duh. Yeah. But she does it in an old lady way, which is so good. And then, okay. Presumably, they're going to sit around and talk about sex. Yeah. Dorothy is going to talk about sex with Lucas. What I did not expect was that Blanche 
Lucas's niece was going to be the one to ask, now, how's the sis? I'm surprised. You're surprised by this. She's from the South. It's what they do there. I don't care. Ew, it's her uncle. I mean, it's. I think hearing about your uncle's sex life is very different than hearing about your parents' sex life. It's also really funny when Blanche is like, how's the sex? And Dorothy's like, I mean, what about, you know, sort of taking our time to unravel these stories? And Blanche is like... We were younger. We had more time then. How was the six? I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> and then this is, again, they, they re- I think the writers had a lot, of t- a lot of fun writing for Dorothy, and they really do go back to a lot of the classic joke structures that yeah. they used to use with Dorothy, yeah. where Dorothy goes, okay, Lucas and I did a little experimenting. And then Rose says, with what? And Dorothy goes, sulfur dioxide, oh, Rose, with yeah. sex. I totally forgot that moment because I was so focused on the bit of Dorothy being like, we, we, we got wild and we let, I let loose all my inhibitions. Mm-hmm. And, and she's building up this yep. whole moment of something. And I'm thinking like she did anal, right. BDSM. Yep. And then she goes, the lights on. <laughs> and then Sophia goes, ladies and gentlemen, Madonna. Which is like, I love it. So funny. Yeah. Um, we learn, I love learning weird things about Rose that they just gloss over. We learn that Rose and Charlie would do it in the barn next to the cows. Which is kind of hot. Go on. I mean, if you think about it, like she's doing it in the outdoors. It's like wild. It's rustic. It's very Adam and Eve. Well, it's in a barn. It's not It's Adam and Eve. They were in a manger. Okay. Wait, no. That's nope, Joseph that's and Mary. that's where Jesus was born. Probably good on my Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Blanche goes like, oh, how could you get turned on by cows? And, and Rose goes, how could you not? <laughs> cows turn Rose well, on. You know, I mean, there was that episode where they were talking about sex and how Charlie is, is like, or how the only time she'd ever seen a penis or whatever was the bulls on the farm. And Blanche goes, tough act to follow. And then they go on. It's like they had a a, a, a ravenous sex life. Yeah. Sex every day, sometimes multiple times maybe a day. Maybe that's how her and Charlie had to like, maybe that. Maybe they just had done everything under the sun that the only way for them to she get turned on was to do it in the She also like a cheese board or something, remember? Oh, not, yeah. They, they did it Sophia. with the deli meats between them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she, Rose, of all the characters, actually yeah. has had the weirdest sex life. Yeah. Yeah. And she's killed men. And then, yeah. Uh, And then Blanche says that once George took her on the dining room table, but she's like, but I have been lying naked on the Lazy Susan. And I just picture (laughs) Blanche spinning on Lazy Susan. (laughs) Also, Lazy Susan just could have been a woman down the street. We don't know. She didn't elaborate. Oh, so Um, funny. But Dorothy knows she has, like, she's enjoying it. But, like, there is something she needs to talk to the girls about. And she's basically like... I'm so proud of you, but this is too much work for Ma. She's too old to be working this hard. And they keep trying to convince her. I agree. Her. I mean, I agree, too. They're tr- they're trying to convince her. And Sophia's like, I have something to say. I have something to say. And then finally she just stands up and she's like, I have something to say. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah, she's like, I, I don't know. So she wants um, Sophia to come to Atlanta. The girls want her to stay. And Sophia's basically like, if anyone's going to decide where I'm going to live, it's going to be me. And then Dorothy goes... Well, one of us is your flesh and blood. And Blanche goes, but two of us didn't put you in a home. (laughs) It's true. And then Sophia basically walks out being like, I can't believe you're making me choose. Mm -hmm. Which is, I think, a really good point. I mean, it should be up to Sophia. If Sophia wants to be working there and she enjoys it, 
That's her. It's her decision. Right. I guess if her whole thing is just like you're working her too hard, why can't they just go like, okay, let's let, like, they could have the nipped this desk, all in the bud. The- if they go, why don't you help cooking, but maybe don't move 30 pound tubs of dishes. Yeah, maybe don't bring up 30 pound boxes of Roma tomatoes from the basement. That's reasonable. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. You don't need to move to Atlanta. You just have to be like, Hey, you girls understand. I love my mother. You love my mother. She can push it sometimes, yeah. even though I was the one who made her move the wicker furniture when she hurt herself. Please, it's wicker. Uh, um, <laughs> so Michael then, and I are looking for wicker furniture. Oh, yeah, great. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so then, again, this is one of these uh, great joke structures that we've seen where um, uh, the next morning or whatever, later that day, Dorothy comes, or the next morning, Dorothy comes down from her room and Rose is in the kitchen and Dorothy says, has she come down yet? And Rose goes, who? And she goes, Amelia Earhart, Rose, <laughs> ma. And then um, Blanche comes down and it's, Sophia's left a note. She's run away. She's run away. Which, what adult runs away? Yeah. I mean, it's Sophia, though. She ran away to Sicily, so, yeah. Yeah. So Sophia ran away, and that's the end of part one. It's left on a to-be-continued. Dun-dun-dun! TBTC. Yeah. Um, Back to... So now we get into part two, which aired a week later. Again, Uh, all these episodes are on YouTube, y'all, so you can watch it. Yeah, so you can watch it. It's on YouTube. Um, uh, We're skipping all the chewy stuff. Because who cares? Um, He married someone. He got drunk. He wanted to get divorced. Blah, blah, blah. And now he's making very dry meatloaf. And they make a joke about a a meatloaf being dry like a chia pet. And it gets such a big laugh. Huge laugh. Why? I don't know. Maybe it was like chia pets had just come out. Chia. Do you have one of the Golden Girls ones? I don't. I know Mike Dennison does. Yeah. Do you have Sophia? No, I have Dorothy. I have Dorothy. How's it looking? Looks great. Like a young Fess Parker. <laughs> uh, oh, Golden God. Girls jokes. So so, or so Dorothy um, comes into the hotel. She'd been out looking for Sophia. It's been a few hours. They can't find her. Yeah. Rose was at Kitty Land looking for her. Couldn't find her. Um, <laughs> Dorothy. Rose, there is the whole back and forth of like... Uh, uh, Dorothy being like, have you read today's paper? And she grabs it, hits her on the head. I mean, the great paper joke, which is awesome. I know. And it comes, it comes back in the, the next yes. scene. I feel like they made a list. They were like, okay, if B. Arthur comes, oh, we have to do the newspaper thing. Yeah. Um, there's a great part. So Dorothy is really upset at Blanche. She's basically like, if you just let me take her home, she wouldn't have run away, which is also incorrect because... Sophia doesn't want to go. And yeah. also Sophia wants to be able to make her own decision. No one's listening to Sophia. Right. So there's a great um, exchange where Blanche goes, if I want a lady, I'll deck you. <laughs> and Dorothy goes, try and I'll have you on your back so fast. You'll think you're on a date. Such a good joke. It should have gotten the response that Chia Pet did. Oh, yeah, it should have. Um uh, so then, uh, the girls are in the kitchen. There's still yeah. no news of Sophia, uh, Blanche. And Rose has had it. Rose attacks Dorothy. Rose gives Dorothy a dose of her own medicine. Yeah. Which I think is high time that Rose stand up and do something. And so Rose takes the newspaper and hits Dorothy over the head and Dorothy shifts and you think she's going to be angry, but then all of a sudden she's like, you hit me. Yeah. 
There's also this um, great moment where uh, before Dorothy comes in the room, uh, Blanche is like, I'm so mad at Dorothy and I have no problem saying it right to her face. And then Dorothy appears and she's like, say what to my face? And in the funniest voice, I feel like I don't even know if I've ever heard her do it before, but Blanche goes like, I think you look good in jeans. <laughs> it's so funny how terrified of her they yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, um, she really was the man of the house. Oh, Chewy, any news of Sophia? Nothing yet. Oh, don't put away that cheesecake. This is an emergency. Oh. I think I'll join you. Dorothy's just going to kill us. Well, I don't care. I am just so mad at Dorothy for telling us that we work Sophia too hard. Why, she's got a lot of nerve. Yeah. I still think Dorothy's full of beans. I'm not scared to say it right to her face. Say what to my face? I think you look good in jeans. (laughs) And then, again, I wrote down, like, every Dorothy line because they were so funny. Mm -hmm. Um, Dorothy says to Blanche, she's like, you are all talk and no action, just like your sex life. (gasps) Yeah, and she goes... Are you saying I'm not a tramp? <laughs> then why did they call me the female Ted Kennedy? Because you looked like him. Oh! Which, I mean, that's that's like when people say I look like either Perez Hilton. Actually, just Perez Hilton. People just say that. And I'm like, you know that's an insult. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that a thing where, like, you don't, yeah, you never know if someone's going to be. But I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Um. And then they they oh, they follow up with oh, oh but he lost all that weight that's not the point yeah, yeah. also he definitely covered up uh, manslaughter um, did he really yeah I'm oh sorry. you should watch Chappaquiddick and then there's a podcast oh you you're still talking about Ted I'm sorry Kennedy. I'm talking about Ted Kennedy oh yeah that I know um but then the women all start yelling at each other and I'm like whoa we haven't seen them like yell at yeah. each other like this since that one episode where they were all in group therapy yeah like Rose raises her voice and you yeah. hear the audience blow go, it out you're boom, 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 boom. but you hear when Rose gets up and yells you hear the audience mm-hmm. go like Ooh. yeah well no you, you you hear the audience almost like when she does when she yells at Dorothy yeah. and she hits her with the thing mm-hmm. There's like this one moment where the audience wants to applaud, but then they stop because someone else picks, I think Dorothy picks up the line or something Mm -hmm. and they don't want to miss it. Yeah. Like literally people are like riveted. They are riveted. Also, it's like an episode of La La. Of La La. It's so interesting. I feel like, and because Dorothy's technically a guest star on this episode, I, I, I feel like in this moment, they're kind of painting her because it's Blanche and Rose are regulars against Dorothy. It feels like they're painting her like a Barbara Dorn, a mm-hmm. Thorndike like mm-hmm. villain where it's like, oh, she's wrong and yep. she's not a great person. Yeah. Um, so and then and then the women start and then Blanche and Rose start saying things where I'm like, oh, it feels like these are the real actresses. Express and the writers expressing their real feelings to be Arthur when they're like, Ever since you left, we've been mad at you. You broke our, up our family. We were together for seven years and then you just walked away. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of what happened though. Mm, uh, well, in my head, I'm also thinking, like, in B. Arthur's head, she's just like, You guys were my co workers. I know. <laughs> no. This, yes, I do I think, think they, that. I think B. she Arthur, thought of them I mean, as family. I. Yes, I think they had a very close bond, but I also like every single story you hear from the girls. It's always like B. Arthur never ate lunch with them. She always was separate. She was very private. She was very, she was reserved. It's Mm -hmm. not like it's okay that they're a family unit through acting, Mm -hmm. but like 
B. Arthur, rightfully so, is very private and probably did not think of them in the same cushy, loving, let's hang out and do all this press together way. Like yeah. she, it was like pulling teeth to get her to do my it. mother. Oh, Dorothy, sit down. We're just running around in circles. Have some cheesecake. I don't want any damn cheesecake. I want my mother. Or are you all too thick to understand that? All right, Dorothy, that's enough. Ever since Sophia ran away, you've screamed and yelled and, and in general acted like a monster to me and to Blanche. And I'm telling you right now to cut it out. Or what? Or this. <laughs> you hit me. I'm sorry, but you deserved it. You hit me. Why did you hit me? Oh, I feel like hitting you, too. You do? Ever since you left, I've been mad at you. You just deserted us, and that hurt. You broke up our family. You left us out here all alone? For seven years, we turned to you for everything, and then one day, you're just gone. Well, what about you? I wasn't out of that house two months before you bought this hotel. Did you ever once ask for my help? No. You just went out and did it. I, I thought you didn't need me anymore. We didn't want to bother you. Bother me? How could you bother me? You're my two best friends. We are. You are. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Rose, you hit me once more. And you won't live long enough to hear me say, ow. Oh, God, I've missed you. Um, I do like when the conversation devolves into them all crying because yeah, I love when Dorothy so cries cute. when she's like, you didn't even tell me oh, you were then, buying this place. You were my best friends. I didn't think you needed me. But then when they're all hugging, she pulls Rose away. She's like, if you ever hit me again. Like, you, you won't live long enough to hear. You won't live long enough to hear me say ow. And then Rose is like, oh, I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's really sweet. Yeah. Um, uh, and then there's Chewy stuff. And then, and then Chewy is dressed like a chef. And then a guy tells him he looks like one of the Super Mario brothers. I didn't understand that because I was like, well, Super Mario was, Mario was a, a plumber. It's the mustache. But still, you could then you could be like, oh, you look like Burt Reynolds. You look like Tom Selleck. You look like well, anybody. No, but the mustache was very full, like. Yeah, I get it. I get the joke. I guess. I was just yeah. like, eh, I didn't love it. But then after all that shit, um, uh, and... Jack Black comes Jack in. Jack Black, a young Jack Black a comes very in. Young, I didn't even recognize him so until funny he said is that he's was Jack so Black. Jack Black. Yeah. Like, he's even hamming it up for the camera with his eyebrows. Yeah. Like, when he's like, he says like, oh, and it looks like she went somewhere to... Shady Pines. Yeah, he's he he comes in. He's this man who comes walks into the hotel, um, holding Sophia's His bag, handbag, her yeah. very famous handbag. And this was also the fourth role of Jack Black's entire career. Really? Yeah. Oh, this how was Quentin very Tarantino early on. Him. Yes, I know. Yeah. Very early on. Um, he. 
Uh, so yeah, he's like basically like this woman. Was he a cab driver? Yeah. And he's like, this woman left this in he my cab. He dropped her off. Cab. He goes over where he dropped her off. He's like, I, I, I picked her up here, and then I dropped her off at um, 14, blah, blah, blah. Shady Pines. And it's funny, too, as Dorothy's going through her purse, she's like, you know, blood pressure medicine, brass knuckles, 101 jokes for the John. This is Ma's bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, when you hear she's at Shady Pines, I mean, again, I think everybody in the audience went, because, oh, yeah. like, what? Shady Pines? And there is this fun sort of, like, you know, avalanche of jokes about Shady Pines. Oh, yeah. The quarter in the walker. Yeah. Dorothy uh, calls Shady Pines looking for her and, and Sophia gets on the phone and she's like, oh, hey, Dorothy, I'm in the middle of my exercise class. I got to go. And Dorothy's like, oh, that's code for picking up trash on the interstate. <laughs> she goes, we have to hurry. They're probably having her clean shellfish. They try to pass that off as arts and crafts. Which would be very creative of them. Yeah. To pass that off that way. Yeah. But then when they get to Shady Pines, woo- which. Ooh, first it looks time, good. yeah. No, 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 it's not, no, it's no. not the first time because it got that old, the old, the, her friend that she right, she kidnapped. broke her out, yeah. and then it burned down, and yes. now it's been rebuilt. Yeah, rebuilt and looking good. Yeah, very classy. They must have gotten either investors or some sort of like government funding. Well, I think but it's a spa now. Yeah, it's like Sophia's getting massages and she has tennis lessons, and they give her sushi, and she's wearing Total robes new and slippers. Um, but Dorothy still thinks it's all, it's bad yeah. and that there's it's smoke and mirrors, it's smoke and mirrors, yeah. which again goes back to like, then why'd you bring your mother there in the first place? Well, true, but um, saving some money. And then she goes to the woman at the front desk and she goes, what have you done to my mother? You, you Nazi. I know. I literally was whoa. like, whoa, Dorothy, that's quite Dorothy. an accusation. And you're Jewish. How could you well, talk Dorothy's to Meredith like Arthur that at is. the front desk? Yeah. Um, so and Meredith, then, in, a, in a cheeky way, is like, security. Yeah. And then security comes for her. And they grab her. And I was a little like, you're being too forceful on B. Arthur. Yes. Don't touch B. Anyway. Um, so, uh, so then, um, Sophia comes down. She's in this beautiful pink robe that I am dying to have remade. I want a pink robe that says Shady Pines on it. You should make one that says Sadie Pines. I should. I should make that. If only you knew someone who made fantastic clothing. Who do we know? I guess I'm in a relationship with someone like that. Get on it. <laughs> There's a great moment where um, they, uh, when Sophia comes down, that uh, like Blanche or somebody says that Rose hit Dorothy with yeah. the newspaper, and Sophia takes Rose's hand and she goes, "You should lead us now." <laughs> well, at first she didn't believe her. Yes. There's this whole back and yes. forth. And then there's this whole, like, almost like Toy Story. You are our leader. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, and Sophia's basically like, Look, if I stay here, you'll be mad at me and not each other. And I don't want to ruin your friendship. So sorry, I'm staying. Which, like, don't blame her. That's exactly what she should be doing. She yeah. should be getting massages. And she should be playing tennis and having a grand old time. That's what she should do. It's what she should be doing. It's very relaxing. Yeah. But also physically fit? Yes. And... But so so um, they're like, well, Ma, you can't stay here. How are you going to pay for it? And, and Sophia's like, with a little bit of something called your money. And Dorothy's <laughs> like, no. Um, she has it, though. Lucas is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, it's, again, it goes back to the episode Lucas where. Lucas could have bailed them out of the hotel situation. Yeah. 
But this all goes back to like, again, like basically what happened with Dorothy's sister, where Dorothy's sister had a lot of money and she's like, I'm doing what I think is best for her, not what she wants. And that's never what it's about. It's like, if Sophia wants to say it, Shady Pines, foot the bill because that's what she wants. Exactly. Um, But uh, they do go up to, um, uh, they convince Sophia to at least go back to the hotel until she makes up her mind. And we find out that her bill for one day at Shady Pines which I guess, again, is like a spa. You just go for the day. You don't have to be, like, admitted. But it was $1,200. $1,200. I had that moment last night when I went to go see a movie with Michael, and we were at the concession stand, and I was just sort of ordering willy-nilly and mm-hmm. not looking at prices, and the bill came out to $60, and it was like, what? But I just got a hot dog. You know what I think happened? What? I think Shady Pines burned down, mm-hmm. and then I think a whole brand-new business, a spa... Yeah. Opened up and it yeah. happened to be called Shady Pines. Yeah. Because, I mean, same location. You don't change that Google Maps situation. And Sophia just was like, take me to Shady Pines. And she yeah. goes to a spa and she's like, look, this is the new Shady Pines. Yeah. But it's really not. It's just a spa. Because otherwise. For spa for rich people. Yeah. Otherwise, like, where else are you going in Miami in 1992 where you're going to get charged $1,200? $1, Even now, that's a lot that's for insane. a spa. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. I went to a spa. I paid I got $20 a one, for the yeah, Korean spa. I got a one-hour massage. Somebody bought it as a gift card for me, but it was a one-hour massage, and you can use their spa and their shit for the entire day, and it costs like $165. This is 2019. Easy. Anyway. Yeah. So back at the hotel, uh, chewy, chewy, skip, skip, skip. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy is basically like, okay, Ma, the plane leaves in an hour. I have two tickets. And Sophia goes, uh, first, Dorothy, uh, let me tell you a knock-knock joke. <laughs> She's like, Ma. And she goes, knock-knock. Uh, Who's there? I'm a. I'm a who? I'm a not going home with you. Ha-ha. Oh. I thought I would break up the bad news with some humor. Um, but she basically just gives the whole spiel about how she's independent and it gives her purpose. And- yeah. She says, you know, I need to be here to be busy. At Shady Pines, I felt old. Um, which... Uh, did she? Did she feel old? Did she feel old? That or did she feel pampered? Exactly. It did. Yeah. It seemed like she enjoyed it. And Dorothy's like, "But I love you, and I want to be with you." And I'm like, "Well, but not enough to like want to bunk in with her for your brief visit." Yeah. She's literally there for two days. Yeah, anyway, two nights, and it's a hotel. I know. Um, but then I thought, which was very, very sweet, and I feel like the audience and the Golden Girls fans like really wanted this, which yeah. was the promise of when Sophia's like, "Look, you got your life. I love working at this hotel, but I promise you that when I'm ready to slow down." I'll be there with you. Yeah. Which I thought was very sweet. And I feel like we kind of needed that. Yeah, we needed that closure there. We also need the closure. I mean, it does almost feel like Dorothy's leaving again. Well, yeah, she does. Um, and they play the slow music. I mean, it's just... There was, there was a really interesting moment where she t- says to the girl, she's like, you know, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think you'd be able to run this hotel. Like Blanche, I thought you would lose interest. Rose, I thought you would marry Miles. But I realized what special people you are. I'm sorry I didn't have faith in you. And I'm like, that kind of feels like a backhanded compliment yeah. in a way because a i mean don't get me wrong i'm so glad that rose didn't marry miles we're going to talk about miles for a brief second in a moment um but it's like she can she can get married and also run a hotel yeah anyway she can do it all um, you're gonna make it after all yeah and then um they give dorothy a present yeah. uh, which is a lifetime pass to the golden it's palace so sw- i mean they make it's so funny i wish that they 
had at, like brought Dorothy back again so that every episode they bring Dorothy back, they have to end it with slow music of her <laughs> leaving again and yes. again and again and again. Um, I also love, because you never hear, they never say the name of the show in the Golden Girls. They Nobody ever says the Golden Girls on the show. But because this hotel is called the Golden Palace, you yeah. hear the women say the name of the show all the time. I like that. Um, but basically she got a ticket being like, you can come here, stay wherever you yep. want, whenever you want. Eat blah, cheesecake, blah, blah, blah. tell dirty jokes. Yeah. Also, it's made out to Dorothy's Bornak Hollingsworth, which, which is, is like, sweet. oh. It's, it's so interesting too that she kept Zbornak well it's um, her kid's name it's it's you know yeah it's like Joy Behar yeah she kept her ex-husband's name even though she's married to a new man oh look at that yeah um, so yeah so now the women are all getting pulled away as Dorothy's leaving you know Blanche has to answer the phones Rose it's has to busy. go do this Things whatever it's busy. busy and they're all and Dorothy just sort of like looks around at them she like looks back they're gonna be okay without her it's like it's like I'm waiting for her to be like, you're all my sisters. I know. <laughs> What's interesting is like it, 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 the way she's looking at them and they're all busy and the way she's kind of nodding is like, they're going to be okay without me. And I feel like that's what they were trying. That was the message they were trying to say about the show. Like mm-hmm. the Golden Palace is going to be okay without B. Arthur. You guys just have faith. And then it just, it didn't come back. It didn't happen. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and then there's a tag where all the women go to Shady Pines to get massages. Rose I mean, that's goes into it was cute. cute. Rose comes in and is like, "Where's the circus?" Yeah, I'm yeah. here for the circus. That was a real nice stroll down memory lane, wasn't oh, it? So many 2019 nice... Carrie and A challenge. Wow, we were different people then. So many nice nostalgic hugs. I love that. I hope your ears feel like we were hugging you from way back in the yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's time for the golden takeaway, which we're going to do a new golden takeaway. Golden takeaway is a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can take from this episode and apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. Carrie, what is your golden takeaway from this episode? My golden takeaway is, um, this is more of a statement. I just want to apologize to Cheech Marin for completely (laughs) skipping over your pretty important (laughs) storyline. We were very singular focused. We were very singular focused. We had, we had one hour to record two episodes yeah. and to do so much heavy quoting and pulling clips for B. Arthur that we neglected Chewie's feelings, emotions. And so that's my takeaway is that I just, I want to apologize to I think Chief would understand to, to Cheech Marin. I think most people probably felt like they were forgotten about when B. Arthur walked in a room. So I feel like Cheech would understand because attention does go to B. Arthur always. Mm-hmm. Forever and always. What's your golden takeaway? My golden takeaway is because of what I said at the top of the episode, that that we didn't have many B. Arthur moments post-Golden Girls. We had, I mean, some amazing gems, of course, but we didn't have many. I want to probably, like, give a shout-out to something amazing that she did in death in her will that I think is her sort of legacy, and I love that it's her legacy. Um, she gave money to the Ali Forney Center, which is in New York, a LGBTQ homeless youth center um, for kids to receive services who are being kicked out or, you know, forced to leave home for whatever reasons. And so you can go to AliForneyCenter.org and make a donation. I will make a donation in this episode for this episode. And I think 
to honor sort of B's legacy, and this is sort of the last time on this podcast that we'll be able to talk about an episode with B. Arthur, I think it is very fitting that we honor what she wanted to honor in her death, which is the Alley Forney Center in New York City. So go give a donation or tweet about it. If you can't give a donation, literally talking about it does is just as much of a donation as giving money as well. So like tweet about it. We'll retweet your tweets for it. So tweet about them and, and put them on Instagram and share the stories and do all the things. And we'll post links and stuff for when the episode goes up. But yeah, Alley Forney Center in New York, great organization. That's a beautiful golden takeaway. Yeah. I too am going to make a donation. Let's make those donations in uh, B. Arthur's oh, yeah, memory let's do it. tonight. Let's do it. I love that. Oh, everybody. This has been another episode of Out on the Lanai. We love you all. Thank you all so much for listening and talking with us on all the social media platforms. I. When someone uh, tweets Golden Girls related material to me or on Instagram, like it absolutely fills my heart with joy. So Isn't thank you all so much for that. It's so much it's so fun. fun. I mean, it's so much fun. Like there are times that, you know, whenever something big happens in the Golden Girls world, we get a, a lot of people hit us up for it. But what I love about it is that like, even though <laughs> we're never like we're, we're usually the first to hear something if it happens in the golden girls world it's still always nice to know that there's a community out there that we've sort of been able to foster over these past few years that want to reach out to us and help us share this golden girls news with everybody and it's very it's very exciting Yes, I love that. Especially, I want to shout out personally tonight to Kathy. Oh. Kathy, I know you're listening right now. She <laughs> she responds to Perhaps like our every biggest tweet. Fan. And I absolutely love it. I don't know. I feel like maybe Kathy is, but I, I think Kathy, Kathy I enjoy talking to you about the Golden Girls I love so that. much. Anytime I post a photo, she's like, little Oreo. It's, <laughs> it brings me so much joy. I love talking to Kathy about Golden Girls. So hello tonight, Kathy. We're thinking of you. Yeah. And everybody, what are we thank watching you so next much week? for listening. I was just about to Oh, are it. you? Okay. I'm very eager to know because I haven't seen it before. <laughs> Yes, everyone, be sure to tune in next week when we watch Just a Gigolo. Oh, it's a really great episode. I've already watched it. I'm not going to Oh, lie. really? I haven't yet. I'm very excited, but I love anything involving a gigolo, and I hope Roland might be a part of that story. Maybe I have a chance. I don't want to... I, I don't I don't want to say. I'm just going to let you watch and see. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Now, remember, we are a part of the Hoo-Ha-Ha family. And you can listen to us on the Hoo-Ha-Ha app, which is also an app that you can get on Apple TV. So go listen on Hoo-Ha-Ha. They have a bunch of other great podcasts there you can listen to. It's a lot of fun. And you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and all those things at HL and Scott on everything. Carrie, where can they follow you? Uh, everybody can follow me. I'm at Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. I'm at Squidzy on Instagram. And for all things out on the Lanai on Instagram, we are out on the Lanai official. Uh, we are facebook.com slash golden girls podcast. And on Twitter, we are at golden girls pod. Oh my God. So much fun. We are everywhere. Tweet at us, Instagram us, like us, like us, like us. And yes, remember, and hey, if you feel what? so inclined, rate and review the podcast. Oh yeah. I always forget to say that. Us. It really does help us because we are starting anew with new episodes and you know, it's been a minute since we've asked you to do that. So please go leave a rating and review. You don't have to be mean about me. I know I have a grating voice. It's fine. I'm trying to be really low and respectful here. I'm not going to whisper. No, it's beautiful. Don't change. Don't I won't change. change. I won't change. But remember guys, 
as always. As always. Stay, stay golden. golden. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding.